listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take What I do welcome to Fresh Cake 7K Picks. Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot here with the man with the freshest kicks and the freshest picks. It's the new classic, Nick. What's going on, everybody? How you gentlemen doing? And our guest and the man of the honor, the senator. What's happening? That's all I'm saying right now. We we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So just to recap this week, my team scored 63 points. Nick's team won a game on Saturday. Coach, who's not here yet, hopefully he'll be here. His team had a great win on Sunday Night Football. And Senator, the floor is all yours. All right. And those that can't see, I'm representing. I'm being a good friend right now. I'm wearing a Michael Vick no, and a Falcons hat. You're, to be you're really not. Support. You're nope. really not. You're really not. But all right. Okay, let's, I'll take it off then. Let's let's get to let's get to. That'd be nice. In the group chat, I said to everybody, I am not saying a damn thing about my team until we record, and that is the reason why we're recording a lot earlier because Josh couldn't wait to hear what I had to say on this situation. Well, it's more that it's. Christmas week, and we have a lot of year-end review shows, so that's more of the reason why not, but it doesn't hurt to have you say it a little bit earlier. Here we go. All year, all year, all season, I've given people the benefit of the doubt. I've given them opportunities. We've talked about the most scariest thing in football is not CTE anymore. It is a Ritter drop back. And that was just part one of what I saw. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's okay. We have a 7-6 game. We're in field goal position. A person who doesn't throw properly on a drop back decides that at this point he wants to run instead of trying to pick up yardage decides to throw the ball, interception. We lose to a team that did not score one touchdown, kicked three field goals. So let's just put this in perception. If we kick that field goal, we win. Do do you guys agree? Because they could not score at all. Sure. But leave it to Ritter, because there's one thing. There's one thing that works even better than than a win. It's Ritter trying to find an open receiver. So it's like it's like um, he plays Where's Waldo, and I think that's what he plays before he starts a game. So he just looks for where Waldo is in the crowd, and then he goes, "When I start to play." on the field, I'm always going to throw to somebody that has that's triple covered. Then I'm going to throw a bad ball where not the person I'm trying to throw the ball to will catch it. I'm going to throw it to the other team. And that's how we lost the game. 
Bijan, I don't care what anyone tells me. I don't want to hear it's about the play calling. If Bijan can't learn how to run straight up the middle, he's not going to be able to do anything. They keep trying to run these stretch plays for him. He gets tackled in the backfield. He needs to learn how to run straight up. And at this point right now, Algier needs to be our number one. And then you have Bijan because at least Algier will pick up three to four yards per run. And Bijan picks up minus two unless he gets a really wide open block. Ritter is not the guy. Arthur Smith is not the guy. I like the I like the I like the defensive coach. Like we can't say anything about him. Because if there's one thing that's really been a highlight for the Falcons, it's the defense. But what happens? The offense plays so crap that the defense are on the field how long? They are tired by the fourth quarter. If your offense can't do anything to help out the defense, what's the point? Calais Campbell does not deserve this. It's what, year 16 for him? He does not deserve this. Jesse Bates does not deserve this. Landman does not deserve this. And that's just on the defense. Kyle Pitts does not deserve this. Drake London does not deserve this. I do not deserve this. I feel like I should get a beat in the background here. Like it's just like like an intro of something coming. It is. Yeah. Honestly, we are facing the Colts this week. And at this point right now, put Woods, Woodside in. Go with the third string quarterback. Because obviously you don't believe in the – you really don't believe in Ritter. Obviously, you don't believe in Heineke because you quickly went back to Ritter. Just put the third string in. Maybe he will realize that you can throw throw five yards if you want to like a Drake London who's tall or a Kyle Pitts that's tall. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not the football expert. I just sit down there and watch my team each week and realize – that at this point, let's just find more creative ways to lose games. Because the interesting stat that I saw is for Carolina's two wins on the season. The time that they had the lead were zero minutes and zero seconds. How? <laughs> How? I'm done. I'm done for now. I'm done for now. Well, I, I will. I should note if you uh, maybe I should insert here from the clip last week because you were talking a bunch of game about like okay, yeah, Kyler only lost to Kyler because that was a good Call of Duty week, and I didn't know. I'm like, well, don't talking about the Panthers like that because football karma is a real thing, and it might come back and snap at you. Oh, so no. I would... Here's the thing, Josh. This isn't football karma. This is completely opposite from football karma. This is Ritter season. Like, there's no, it's not, it's definitely not karma. It is just Ritter. And he is 
not the guy. And my, my favorite one was, I don't know if you guys saw the post that I put up, the the Twitter, the Twitter thing. Like he showed up in like low 12s and somebody was just like, with the, get... dress pants, with the short <laughs> dress pants. Yeah. From there, my guy, you got to know that that's not, yeah, he's not the guy. If you can watch what somebody wears into the game, at that point, you should have been like, yo, no, 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 no. It's a wrap. It's no, a wrap. Yeah, let's give it up. So, yeah, no, Falcons, we're still mathematically in the hunt. At this point right now, I want them to win out just because I think Calais deserves it and that defense deserves it. But I also don't want, but here's my problem. They might lose out for the rest of the season. And then what are they going to pick? Jaden Daniels. That's what you think? They are going to pick an offensive lineman because they're going to still try to ride with Ritter. And then I'm going to have to come on here next season trying to fake optimism to say, if Ritter, repeat the same thing I said at the start of this season, if Ritter can give us a decent performance, we can win. And then he's going to go out and do one drop back, first play of the game. And then I'm going to say our season is over. I really don't think you'll take a, I think you'll take a quarterback. I do not think Desmond Ritter will be starting day one for this team next year. I need Ritter gone, Arthur Smith gone, bring on the Lions offensive coordinator as our head coach. You and everybody else. Or, you know what? Excellent birthday present. I'm putting this out in the air right now because some of these fans are spoiled. Fire Mike Tomlin. Let <laughs> Falcons, let's Falcons get Mike Tomlin, okay? I am putting that out there, because you spoil Steeler fans that are calling for that man's job when he has nothing. They are? Oh, the rumbling is getting louder and louder each that's, week. That's just silly. It, it, got, it got worse after this week. That's so if y'all, if y'all spoil Steeler fans, don't know want to deserve or appreciate Mike Tomlin, send him down to the A. If you there's don't want one to know place how that... bad they would be if they didn't have Mike Tomlin right now. No, you take no. Get rid of Mike Tomlin. I will. I will trade you guys Mike Tomlin for Arthur Smith. I will even do this because he's no longer on Josh's team. I will include an unemployed Josh McDaniel, so you have an offensive coordinator that you think might be better than Matt Canada. Okay, I will. I will package that deal up. Well, Matt Canada wasn't the issue, obviously. That's a whole other thing. We'll get to that in a bit. But that is my trade proposal to you. I will trade you Arthur Smith, Ritter, and Josh McDaniels. We'll, we'll take over his contract just to trade it to you for Mike Tomlin. Works for me. I don't have to do anything out of this. Exactly. You win. Your con that contract is done for you. I think we solidified our coach this week. I don't think as long as we go even one more win the next little ways, I think we solidified who our coach is going to be. I think that's done. Well, oh, that's a fact. Yeah, but yeah, I, my rant is done. Um, I told somebody that I was coming on here early to just do my rant and then leave. I guess I'll stay for the rest of the pod. But, <laughs> Appreciate um, it. <laughs> but yeah, now I can tell them that I woosad. There you go. And now my birthday is going to be ruined because they're going to face the cults and then Nick is going to talk shit to me all over in the group chat. So All day. All day. Wonderful. 
Sorry. I'm not going to talk too much shit about it because the Colts have to face us the next week. So we need that game. So I'm not going to talk too much about that. So, um, Nick, do you want to go? Uh, I can't wait for this game next week because Kenny Moore is going to eat. And I can't wait to watch it. Kenny Moore might be the highest scoring player in NFL next week with the amount of potential interception pick sixes he might get next week. It's going to be, it's going to be great for you. You might get one. You might get one on the five yard line. You might get one on, I mean, on our five yard line, you, you might get Mm -hmm. one just run in. You might get a fumble. You might get, there's so many different ways that they're, that they're going to find a way to do this. A muff punt. Um, Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be entertaining. Right. And the problem, the problem is, I mean, the Colts, I don't think offensively, I don't know if we're going to do anything because you're right. I think that defense is awesome. Um, Your defense. Yeah. Is definitely one of the strongest in the league, but man, (laughs) that offense. (laughs) Woo. I can't wait. It is. I'm not going to talk too much shit now because something insane is going to happen and they're actually going to give Bijan the ball and he might actually do something with it. The question is, can Bijan run straight? No. Like, not yet. I don't, I don't understand. Maybe like, year, maybe year two he might learn how, but not, not this year. Like, I need, I need Arthur Smith to sit down and show Bijan some Gibbs foot photos like video right now and be like, you were drafted higher than this guy. Can you do something? Right. So yeah. I'm I yeah, I'm over this team for the week and I will try to regain my fandom for next week, but if I lose, if we lose next week, and I have to hear Nick talk shit, I will not avoid the podcast because that is one thing I don't do. You don't run I from don't, the smoke. I don't run from it. But I will have Nick muted on my side, so I will Whoa. know what he said. <laughs> I, <will> just... <laughs> uh, I do like. Uh, I do like playing um, the. Falcons next week, the way my division's going and the way the AFC is going right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel I don't like that you're playing the Falcons, knowing that I need you to lose. Senator, I am fully a Falcons fan next week, by the way. Fully a Falcons fan next week. I got Jacksonville losing. The Texans, you know, they squeaked one out, but they're not looking too great. It's like that division is falling apart and the Colts are winning. So I'm 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 sitting okay. Yeah, you're right. in a real good position. <laughs> Got coach. Coach is about to just jump us in, jump in right now. Might even let him go before I get to show my shine. Of uh, I had an okay week, I think. Just to, my worst, just to... my worst mistake not picking those Raiders defense this week. Yeah, my thirty worst points mistake, sitting on waivers. My worst mistake was I dropped AOC. luckily i didn't start drake london this week so that was okay yeah that's a smart one someone (laughs) in fantasy in one of the leagues i'm in drop brock purdy 
Oh, gross. Why? And I had CJ Stroud in this league. I'm like, thanks. I appreciate the help. And I needed to win this week in this other league. They're one of the crazy leagues that do fantasy playoffs for the final of week 18 because they're sickos. I don't know what kind of person does that. Oh, uh, gross. Yeah. Don't know what you're, who's doing that. But it worked out for me because I needed to win this week to make playoffs. And obviously, yeah, Brock helped me out. Yeah, Brock's not going to play week 18. And neither is. No. Like, you're going to have like Mason and Darnold starting for the AOC, 49ers baby. week 18. To AC, yeah, AOC again. All right, coach, you ready to go? Are you in? He's not ready to go. All right, I guess I'll go then and ride. Uh, you know, just a just a small victory for the for the Vegas Raiders this week. Not uh, not too big of a win. And only sixty three to twenty one. Only winning forty two nothing at the half. It. Uh, I still don't know how to feel about this game. I still don't know if I should be mad or happy. I still don't know. You get that feeling among Raider fans of like. Yeah, like this was a great win, no doubt about it. The most points we ever scored in team history, but it's just like, fuck that Vikings game still pisses pisses me off even more because right now we should be we should be sitting seven and seven in this logjam with all these other teams right now. We're just below it, and now like our our ride to the playoffs, which is very very highly unlikely, but likely it's mathematically still possible. It starts with Christmas Day. Um, We'll have to see what happens, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that game solided, solidified. That's the word I'm looking for. Solidified in AP as coach. You can tell the players afterwards, like keep him as coach, keep him as coach. You know, big game coming this week, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, I do. I did wonder after this, like maybe we don't bring Jacobs back. Maybe it's better to have this team as a running back by committee. I don't know for sure there. Maybe the money needs to go to somewhere else. Devonte. I you know flip back and forth, but after this game, I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't want to go anywhere. I don't know if AOC is the answer at quarterback. I still think you need the draft a quarterback. You know, um, I still think that's a major solution. The the rookie Wilson starting to it turns out, you know, if you start the season with a bummed ankle, you play bad. And now that he's starting to get healthy, he's starting to look he got drug tested because of the performance that he had, getting um getting a sack, getting tackles. And how's about Jack Johnson? That's got to be one of the plays of the year for that interception. That was wild. Like, unbelievable. And the fact that he's played at every level of football with AP is pretty pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, obviously pretty stoked about that. Uh, I got Nick and the, those Colts in two weeks. So, but whatever happens on Christmas, that, that'll be more of a personal battle of what that match is at, at this point. But it all depends what happens for Christmas Day for what that game means. So, Going to Christmas Day, and we will see what that game means first. So uh, right now, though, liking what I've seen. And it's so annoying, though. Derek Carr leaves, and all he ever wanted was a good defense. And now we have, what would you say, a top 12 defense? Is that generous? 15? Say top 15. Yeah, top 15 for sure. A pretty good defense with, you know, some good surrounding pieces there with Koontz and Spillane. And obviously Max and now the rookie Wilson's going on. I like Panda Jack quite a bit. And I like Nate Hobbs. He's a dog. Um, there's a lot of nice pieces of this team. And I mean, everything I said last week, I just said out of delusion because I was really sick. I, I didn't mean to tear it down. I did none of that. Don't really remember even saying that at all. That never <laughs> happened. Never happened. Never happened gone. at all. Gone. Gone. Oh, gone. Um, 
but uh, yeah, big get ga- big game on Christmas Day. We'll talk about that momentarily here. Um, but uh, yeah, Raider Nation ride and uh, Chargers. Yikes! Just a big old yikes for the Chargers with every like I I don't know what the fix is there. You know, you have Khalil Mack for thirty two mil. He's probably off the books. A uh, mix of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, I think, is like sixty-two mil. One of them is probably off the books. Probably maybe Keenan Allen. Um, Austin Eckler is a free agent. You don't typically want to pay running backs. Uh, they're going to have a higher pick. So obviously, want to keep Herbert. So how do you help him out? They're going to be looking for a new coach. Maybe you know, for Belichick, Ben Johnson would make a lot of sense there as well. Obviously, he's the most coveted coach, other than whatever happens to Belichick. So, what do you guys think about this Chargers mess? I think with, um, especially in regards to Eckler and Allen, you're seeing a lot of, and this is happening across the league, right? You're seeing Eckler, Allen, Kelsey, Henry, all these like superstars from like two, three, four years ago, they're getting old and they're getting beat up. And it's just, it's, it's almost time to get somebody to draft somebody in free, you know, for Eckler, you know, so he's not the guy anymore. You know, he can be just a backup, 28 year old you know running back and work out his time kind of like what Zeke was is doing right now with Ramondre you know get some time get this but some like like you especially this week those older guys look bad Henry looked bad Kelsey looked bad you know Eckler's looking bad and now he's in an even worse situation so I think it's you're gonna see a lot of changes with these old superstars yeah you really do uh I I don't know like if I was Belichick for example that's not the team I would want to go to. I don't. I don't think they're in a good position next year, right? Like you look at where that division is. Chiefs are the Chiefs. You know, even if they lose Kelsey next year, they're going to figure something out for the receivers. They'll they'll be fine. You have Patrick Mahomes. Broncos seem to have some nice pieces there. Uh, whatever happens, whether they miss the draft or not, potentially worst case, you know, they have a top fifteen pick. Uh, open a little bit of cap, trading some guys, um, so they'll be fine. Sean Payton's a coach. People want to play for. We talked about Vegas. Um, have some nice young pieces there. AP seems like a guy that people want to play for. Uh, and you have three coaches, really. People want to play for Andy Reid, too. So I think that's going to be a thing for the for the Chargers, too, is they're going to find a coach that people want to play for as well. And then what you do with some of those contracts. I mean, Khalil Mack has been dynamite this year. But as you just talked about, Nick, like, I'll ask you this really quick with Khalil. Like, 32 mil next year for Khalil Mack. He's had an outstanding year. But as you said, we've seen the regression with guys. I think Khalil's 35, 36. Are you bringing back Khalil sure. Mack? Are you bringing back that? that 32 million for Khalil Mack? Are you going to let him go? I don't think not on this team. You know, honestly, I think it's just, if you're rebuilding, just rebuild it or keep him for one think, year. So he can teach is that the, you think the chargers are, do you think they need to rebuild? Like I think they have to, they're old. They're old. They're when James is the highest it, paid safety too. And he doesn't play like it. Right. Right. Exactly. So I think, you know, they, they're trying, they got the, uh, some new young receivers, um, you know, they got a young tight end. So they got some pieces. Kelly ain't it. You know, they got to get, they got, so they got to get better at running back for sure. Wide re- the receivers will be okay. They're going to be fine with Herbert. It's, I think it's the, the running game. And that defense looked real garbage. Yeah. See, this uh, is the thing. Nick, this is the thing yeah, about yeah. when people decide that they want to spend money, right? Like, so yeah, you were, you're the secondary LA team right there. You saw what the Rams did. You thought that going that route was going to win you a championship. Now, the one thing that you forgot is that you had a horrible coach. Like, why spend all that money if your coach is the problem? It makes mm-hmm. no sense. So now 
you're looking at who's going to come in here and try to want to take up this responsibility of having to either clean house because you can't do you're not going to be able to do a full rebuild because you're going to have so much dead cap hits on there so you're going to have to figure out is this something that is there a piece you're going to have to have a gm that's smart enough to know that they can trade away some pieces and actually get back some pieces and that's where the problem is going to come down to because who is if this was not this year but next year this would have been an ultimate job to go for because a lot of those contracts are expiring those dead caps won't be there as much but this year you got to play you got to play gymnastics with the financials mm-hmm. for whatever stuff that you're about to do and the question is do you want to do a contract do you want to have contracts like von miller's where a lot of it's on the back end when you know you're probably going to have him for two, three years, and then if he retires, he's still getting paid out a lot at that point? Or are you going to pay it all up front and eat the loss for one year and then hope that you can get better the second year? Like, this is not a, this team is not going to be a team that is Super Bowl contender next year. So, like, if you're looking at it, those are the big questions that you have to figure out. If a Belichick goes there, Belichick are, is he's chasing his win win total stuff. I don't know if him losing a year on that is going to be a thing because he already lost pretty much three year two years on that. Like he needs to win a lot now if he wants to pass that record. Because I don't know how much longer he's going to have in coaching, and that's not saying old age is saying. And football is stressful. I'm telling you that as a fan. I'm not even the coach on the <laughs> sideline, so like. That extra stress as you get older, you can't be taking it. I would argue that <clears throat> that the job is actually not that bad. I think if we look at where Denver was last last season to where they have jumped to this year, not necessarily their record wise, but in regards to just how they look, they look like they're playing organized, they're playing uh, good football. I think Chargers last year they were still. They were up, what, 27-0 to the Jags, who many people think the Jags are a very good football team. Um, but they were up 27-0 last year. And <clears throat> they're, they're a coach and maybe a few tweaks away. Like, I, I, like yeah, they're, 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 their cap space is pretty fucked up um, with, like, having the highest-paid defense, I think, in the NFL. Um, but I think they have a lot of pieces. They have a legit quarterback. Many would think they have. Uh, don't they have? Isn't isn't their left tackle Elijah Vera Tucker? Yeah, the best only the only players in that team that I would say were reliable is the left tackle and the quarterback. That's it. No, no one else in that team is reliable. But like, but I mean, my argument would be coaching matters. Um, and if you look at any of the elite quarterbacks in the league who are who have any success, they're paired with an above average quarterback. Um sorry, above average coach. Um you look at 49ers, you look at Ravens, you look at Chiefs, you look at the Eagles, you look at like any of these teams that have any kind of playoff success, they have a good quarterback and a good uh, a good coach and it's very evident that that coach that was over there was not very good. He he like the players didn't buy in. He was uh, fickle and he was um, quick-tempered at the podium, so he wasn't somebody who was like 
uh, even keel. Like he's not like it just didn't fit. And I think if you put Bill in that room with that roster with guys who just want to compete and you get them to buy in, I think they're in good position, you know, like, and you sure again, though, with guys that just, are aging, just to, like just to the defense hasn't played good. Pardon me? The defense hasn't played good. It's not even as much the, on the offense. They haven't played good. They, they, they haven't it's played the defense. Good, but, but and Mike Williams is always hurt. Keenan Allen's always hurt. Bill Belichick. If we're talking about him, like he's arguably one of the top defensive uh, coaches ever, you know, or like top five, you say, you know, so like, I don't, again, I just tie it back to how bad Denver was last year and how awful they looked and how bad Russell Wilson looked and how everybody was saying that he had fallen off a cliff and all this stuff. And you look at one year with uh, Sean Payton and they're in the playoff hunt, you know, like what were they seven and seven? They're still not a great record team. Um, but they they're, they're they're competitive. They beat the Chiefs. Like they're not a pushover team. So I think if you get the coach and the quarterback right, you're far above a lot of, a lot of other teams. Like that's my opinion. I can okay. I can agree with you. And the one I have two pushbacks to anything when it comes to the Chargers. Right. One super injury prone, and we know that. Available, like best, uh, what's it? Best ability is availability. There you go. Yes, but Just quick pushback. Yes, they are available injury prone, but so are the Ravens. Okay, but here's the second part that I'm gonna use as my pushback. The Chargers are dumb. They will hire a rookie uh, coach from NCAA to replace Staley if yeah, they Serrano's have. Serrano's is still a could, bad owner. You could have the opportunity of, you could have the opportunity of Belichick, and a rookie person. Where's my hand? A rookie person from the NCAA, <laughs> and he would be like, "Oh, we need to stay young because Herbert's going to respond more to a younger." I can, one. and that's that. that's where my big problem is with the Chargers. I can definitely agree with that because because you look at what they did uh, prior to getting Staley, like. If you if you guys remember that offseason, like the two big names uh for coaches was uh Staley, well Staley, Eric Bieniemy was up there too, and also um what's the Giants coach name? Dayball. Oh, DeBall. Yeah. Those were the three coaches that were up there, and they could have, and also Sean Payton was there too. So yeah, they so they they could have went after all these guys, and they chose the cheaper option which was staley which was like he he, he was he was a was he a, a dc or whatever he was so they chose a, the cheaper option i think right now uh i think they would lose like first of all they're already the second best the, the second not second best but they're, all, they're already like the second football team in la and you look at all the hype that's around la right now with otani you look at the lakers look at all this hype around la like the last thing that they want to do is just be is become irrelevant um so I they think, always will be though they always it I doesn't mean, matter even I, if they I win mean, a super I mean, bowl it wouldn't matter everybody i mean compared to everybody there they will be irrelevant but like you look at it right now like they're kind of i think they'll kind of be in the same position that the clippers are in mm-hmm. where they're like shit we got to go get the best to, to, to even be the, the best available to even have a chance to be um like a, a viable option on the market you know so i think their tooth if i was them i would take a big look at bill and I also look at Harbaugh. Those are the two guys I would look to bring in. I think those two guys 
lesser effect of Bill because he's because he had Tom Brady, but Harbaugh is somebody wherever he go, wherever Stanford, Michigan, uh, 49ers, wherever he's been a coach, they have had success in about like two, three years, and they've gone to the basically the, the pinnacle of 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 um their league. So, yeah. And that is from a logical perspective. The Chargers owner are not logical. Serrano's and is not. So, no. So I'm just I'm just more going off of history, more than anything else. Like yeah, that until they until and the same thing that you use I use I that Clippers analogy perfect for it because it's L.A. home all that stuff right, but until they until they can try to change something it has to the culture has to seem like it's changing right and to me the best example of what they could use when we're comparing it to the NBA is this year, they can't be the Clippers. They need to try to be the Knicks, which is change like the front office, change the coaching, change it, pick up pieces that they think that are going to work together. You know what I mean? Like build, build, build a, create a whole new culture. Cause right now that culture that they've been having for how many years is not it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like did they also let go of the GM? As well, yeah, like for the GM and Staley, yeah. So, so there is a chance. Like, I'm not saying that there's not like going in the right, right yeah. direction. I mean, I mean, like, end of the day, you're only going to be as good as your owner is, your ownership, you yeah. know. Like, if your, if your owner is going to be like very frugal and and and, and like not going to spend the money and 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 like not going to be um put his franchise in a position to be successful, um, then you're not going to be successful. No, but like well, I all think... I'll say is look at their history though. Like look at their and we gotta move on, but look at the history. Twenty years the last twenty years of this team, twenty-three years, this is a team that at one time had like the best offense, the number one offense, number one defense in the NFL, missed the playoffs that year. And you know, even the years that they made the playoffs with that Rivers and LT and um Gates team continually fumbled the ball. It's it's from it's from the top down. Right. And that's what Senator's talking about. It starts with Serrano's as the owner. It is just a mentality there that the Chargers have. And then it hurts even more. You don't have fans. Chargers don't have fans. It's a myth. The Charger fan is a fairy tale. We're in Christmas and we're seeing Christmas movies. That, that you know what's a bigger fairy tale than some of these Hallmark movies? Charger fans. They don't exist. They're not real. So you don't have a backing of fans to cheer you on at your highest moment. And yeah, maybe the coaching changes things, but again, to kind of hit on everything that Nick was talking about, you got, you got people there, but you got aging people, you know, Khalil Mack, who knows if he can do this next year, not probably not Darwin James is the most overpaid player in the league. Probably has one of the worst contracts in the league for what he gives you. Uh, Keenan Allen, you know, I was wrong on him this year. He was awesome. Mike Williams is great, but he's never healthy. He hasn't played a full season. Uh, Eckler, you know, running backs break down and Herbert's fine, but you compare it to some other quarterbacks numbers. I, I, people had him as a top. I wouldn't have him as a top ten quarterback. There's other quarterbacks I'd way rather trust. I'd rather have Gardner Minshew on my team. I don't care if I'm crazy. Gardner Minshew is at least one where he's been. He's been a winner in situations where he's been before. And maybe that sounds crazy right now, but win some games. Prove me wrong. You know what? If you're trying to butter up the Colts for when they face you, I'm Raiders, not trying to butter up was the Colts. A, that was a smart way to do that, right? You're getting. I want the Colts to lose. Early. I need the Colts you're getting, to lose. You're getting that early from two weeks from. <laughs> you're giving them the nice, <laughs> nice treatment so that you can 
try to sneak in a win over there. I I respect it. I I like I like the strategy. Nick is I'm not, not about that strategy because I want the Colts oh. to lose. I need oh. the Colts to lose. Oh. Anyways, uh, coach, we don't have a lot of time to talk about your team, and there's not obviously a lot to talk about. But I'll give you a quick two minutes, quickly, just to run them down. Um, uh, happy man. Yeah, of that course. <laughs> Welcome to Winner's Corner, baby. It feels good, doesn't it? Seven three. Um, I think Lamar is doing phenomenal things right now. He's passing the ball from the pocket. He's getting out. He's doing. He's doing a lot of a lot, a lot of great things right now. Um, defensively, we're still dominant. Um, I don't know. Like I, I sound pretty. Like I'm happy, but I sound pretty um chill just because like I like as as like Ravens fans know like we um. We always are banged up. Mm-hmm. It's like the last three, four years. It's like fuck. No matter what kind of shit we try to do in the off season or what we try to do in regards to play calling or whatever the luck is, like this, it feels like every single year we're always battling some kind of injuries. Like two, a few years ago, we lost our entire running back room. We lost our top corner. Now you look at it, yeah, like we're what week fifteen now. Um, but we lost probably the like our biggest spark plug in Mitchell, and then we lost Andrews, which they were saying for the year. I know Harbs was saying that there's a chance he might come back and make a deep playoff. Um, you need push. him though, because Likely's been awesome. I think you still need Mark. Mark is that middle of the like Likely's a like he's kind of like uh, Darren Waller, big play vertical threat, um, 50-50 balls kind of guy. Uh, after athletic mark is just he's like your uh dallas clark your uh who else would i compare him to like just just like your tony gonzalez just you're over the middle reliable he'll get 22 receptions if you if you give him the ball you know like i got a question for you coach because i was having this debate I, I i was saying and i'm gonna question with all you guys in this too really quick on mark andrews because i would say travis kelsey is definitely not the best tight end in the league anymore um i think it's sam laporta I think he's the best overall tight end in the league, wow. personally, right Detroit now. Guy? Yes, I think it's Sam Laporta. I would say Andrews is still in the top three, but I think Sam Laporta, like specifically even fantasy wise, next year is number one. Think so? I mean, yeah, I, I think it's Sam the Arizona Cardinals uh, tight end. McBride's good. McBride's in that conversation, but I would take. I think would think right now Sam Laporta is number one. Oh, okay. I mean. Maybe fantasy wise, but I think just off of football, I think you have to give Kelsey the nod just because. No, not, Kelsey's not because. he's been washed. I can't give I mean, it to Kelsey. He's I mean, not even top five this year. I mean, again, like I can't speak in regards to fantasy. I'm not I'm not, not even fantasy. for fantasy. What has he done effectively for KC what? this year, other than have Taylor Swift shots every single second? He they go to Kelsey. He dropped. To he dropped a bad touchdown on Sunday. If, yeah. if you look at the head coach quarterback and tight end trio um and what that does for offense i think kelsey to me is number one i go kelsey i'd go i think george kittle is number two i think mark no kelsey's kill's been garbage too the old guard is done it's the there's a new guard of tight ends that's that's my opinion i mean like look at mark andrews he had what 
five, six touchdowns. I'll put Andrews in there, but like like Nick was Wait, saying, like McBride has jumped up there, Laporte has jumped up there. Even your guy likely is gonna maybe be in a I conversation about next year. I can't I can't say these guys are I don't know. In, in my opinion, like I can't put a three win tight end up there above a two time but he, it doesn't matter if he has three wins. He is he's getting points. He's getting touchdowns. He's being here's, active. These guys are rookies. Here's yes. the thing that I'm. Here's the thing yeah. that I'm going to say. Here's the pushback that I'm going to say to three win tight end over. I, I have I I understand what you guys said about the dropped touchdown. It was bad. I watched it. It was bad. I still have Kelsey one, and the reason why I have Kelsey one is because of one simple thing, Laporta. Not getting triple teamed. McBride, not getting triple teamed. Kelsey gets triple teamed because everybody else drops the ball. So if you're looking at somebody that has to do product, because now every team knows before when you had Tyreek and you had um, Kelsey there, you couldn't triple team Kelsey because you know you had to double team. You had to choose who you're going to double team, but you can't triple team somebody. Right now, they're triple teaming Kelsey because everybody else is dropping the ball. Tony can't catch. Rice uh-huh. is only getting catch catches when it's like short passes, like short slant passes, right? Like Watson doesn't get the ball at all. Noah Gray doesn't get the ball pretty much. Like who do, if you're the defense, who do you focus on all the time? It is Kelsey. So I, I still mean, have I mean, to put, I have to put him there. Because when he, because he is, even if you look at last week, he would have won you the game. If Tony didn't stand on, was offside, he was going to win you the game off of that one play. You know what I mean? Like everybody else, all the other tight ends are getting one-on-one coverage or cover cut or cover two coverage. So they can find the soft spot. Kelsey is literally, even if they're in the cover two, it is we're covering two, but we're having three on Kelsey and everybody else has to, find their way and i think that's a good point but is it i mean is it uh laporta's fault that he has other good options there compared to what casey has it's not laporta's fault because of that but it 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 does elevate what your what your perception of why he's better at that point is because he's not getting the same coverage yeah it's fair i mean if i did it right now uh man your guy the guy mcbride is definitely in that conversation that you're bringing up there, Nick. I, I would say, in no particular order, I go probably McBride, Laporta. I, I, Kelsey's still in the top five. Like, I will still, you, you, he's still Travis Kelsey. Like, he can still burst out and have these games. Probably Mark Andrews. And then I, what is it? Maybe TJ Hawkinson? Yeah. That's probably the five I, right now for yeah. me. I have, yeah, I probably agree with that. Maybe like Njaku, said, I, he's been great. Njaku's been with good Flacco. with Flacco. Yeah. With yeah. Flacco. Right. So even with that, you got to look at certain certain things like uh, Laporta had two bad weeks, too. Right. But it's not it's not you're not like criticizing the same way, because when you're looking at statistics, you're you're saying he did a lot more. But like I said, it is kind of it's like for your Lakers. Like if LeBron is getting doubled and triple teamed, right. You guys don't turn around and say that LeBron is still not the best player on that court at times. It is. That's just they know the focus on him or focus on like an AD, you know what I mean? But he's still the best tight end in the game if you gave him one-on-one coverage. 
All right. Fun conversations there. Um, let's get to the week ahead. Right now we have uh, Philly and Seattle. Uh, it's 17 to 13. I'm sure you guys are all watching this game. I am not because I am stressing out because Seattle just got picked. I'm in that my was fantasy a huge I'm, pick. I'm in my fantasy uh life is on the line right now, and uh I'm only leading by eight points and hoping that Devontae Smith doesn't do any more. So I am mm-hmm. not watching that game because I'm terrified. You'll be fine. All yeah, right, so let's go. By the way, before I get to this and the, the terrible, uh, I mean, I guess I should be happy because it means I can enjoy Christmas Eve or AKA Senator Eve. Um, why is, can the NFL still flex this game on Sunday for the Pats and the Broncos? Can that still be flexed or is it too late? I think it's too late. Oh God. Maybe they just realized that, hey, it's Christmas Eve and nobody's going to be really watching this game anyway. So it doesn't matter. Maybe that's what they thought. So yeah, because some people celebrate, some people open presents on like yeah. do that whole one thing on the eve and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, we do that, Chinese so. food. We do Chinese food normally. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has a tradition on the eve. Yeah. So like maybe they're just like you know what, this will just be background noise. You know. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, Thursday night we have a big game. It is the Saints and the Rams. Both these teams are seven and seven. Yes, seven yeah. and seven. Rams currently hold the final playoff spot right now. Uh, pretty much, I think, for the Saints, I think this is it. If they don't get this, I can't see them making the playoffs, specifically if Seattle does end up winning this game, because after that, they have the Bucks and the Falcons. So this is kind of the Saints season of the line. I think the Rams, if they lose this, they will be okay, but they definitely do need this having Giants and then finishing off against San Fran. But maybe San Fran might be a Sam Darnold game in that one. Um, I will pick um, – the- it's four and a half, by the way. What did you say the, the, the Saints have after this game? Bucks and Falcons. Uh, Bucks and Falcons. Okay. And what are the Bucks record? I'm, I'm just curious. Both Eight teams are seven and seven. So, and the Rams yeah. currently hold the third uh, wild card spot right now. No, Bucks record is eight and six, I think. And Bucks six. is eight and six, yeah. I think yeah. this game is bigger for the Rams, so I'd go Rams. Because I think, I, th- I think Saints can still lose this game and win the division. Yeah. But the, yeah, I mean, they could. Um, I'll take the Rams though. Uh, it's four and a half. Let's give, the, give me the points and give me the Rams. Where is it in LA? It's in LA. Oh, yeah, for sure. Saints fans travel at all? No, I don't know if they do. Uh, they travel to Atlanta. Yeah, I don't know if they'll travel to LA during Christmas holiday, Christmas week. Um, give me the Rams because I don't think the checkdowns are going to work against the Rams like that. Okay, where are you going, Nick? Yeah, give me the Rams. And coach? Yeah, I I said uh, I got Rams, but I think it's a bigger game for them. I think uh, Saints will kind of look towards uh, – on. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they rest some of their guys who, who, who are beat up for those yeah. last two games. Who said some, who said some of their guys? Is it Saints? I was saying I wouldn't be surprised the... if the Saints sit some of their guys for this game because honestly, like as I said, like they can they, they can probably lose. But the tiebreaker is going to mess them up. They're probably not going to win the division. So this is they have to win this game for a tiebreaker. Like this is well, this is the why that's not? why this if, is such if, a big game. If, 
if Bucks are eight and six and they're seven and, and they're seven and seven and their last two games are Bucks Falcons, those are two division games. Why couldn't they beat, beat both those? Why teams? risk it though? Why risk it? I mean, we've seen teams do that before, where like if, in very specifically in AFC North, where like um, Bucks final game is against the Panthers. Okay, but didn't okay. This is this is this will tell all who won the Saints and Bucks game early in the year. Um, Senator, I can't. I'm pretty sure it was the Bucks. Bucks won. So this is an important game, then. Yeah. The what? What, 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 what? I mean, sorry. The the Saints last two games are an important one. So I mean, again, I go back to the Rams, but yeah. I just don't think you. I understand what you're saying. I just don't think you risk it because it goes division wins and then it goes conference wins, and this is a conference conference game. Like if there's a tie tie between them and the Rams at the end of it, you want to have more conference wins so that you can get that wild card spot. But I still have the Rams winning. Josh. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Rams winning too. I I think it's I it maybe the best Thursday night game. At least for importance that we've had in a while. Like last week, obviously, was very entertaining for me, and I think at least for some people watching a beatdown, it was entertaining. Unless you were the the one Charger fan, but your, uh, your girl, the one Charger fan, your your home girl. Yeah, I uh, I had a friend post on Instagram that he was excited that Brian Staley got fired. I didn't even know the guy had a team. I was like, wait. <laughs> What? When were you a Chargers fan, bro? <laughs> like, so there is one. Yeah, we might be able to find two. We might be able to find two. All right. Um. Next up, it is Saturday night football. Well, Saturday e afternoon and evening football. One game is good. The other one, go uh, hang out with the fam or significant other or whatever you want to do. Um. Steelers and Bengals, you want to talk about teams with their seasons on the line? This is it for the Steelers. They lose this one. I just don't see the playoffs for them. Uh, Steelers remaining games after this. They have Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens. These are three hard games. I could see them going and losing all of those games. Uh, The Ravens one, you guys have already clinched. You may sit your players in that one. So that might be a win for them potentially. But Ravens have so much pride against the Steelers. I don't see them doing that. The Seahawks going to be fighting for the playoffs in that one. So they got to win this, that game. Uh, the Bengals, uh, they got Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns. So it's a big game for the Bengals as well. So big game for both these teams. Bengals look to be without DeMar Chase in this game. So a lot of Higgins, that Irwin kid, apparently is starting to show up a little bit. Chase Brown, what's up? All of a sudden, just becoming an impact fan. Jake Browning, how's it going? Um, this one is two and a half for the Bengals. It's in Pittsburgh. I will, and they changed, and Pittsburgh changed their quarterback to Randolph. No more uh, tricky Mitch. Rudolph. 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 Perfect. It's very fitting. It's Christmas now. Okay. (laughs) Come back to me. I got to think about that one. Coach, you can go in this one since it's your division rivals. Uh, I got Steelers, man. I mean, I think uh, Steelers are going to do what they've done the last two, three years where they're going to be right in it at the end. I think um, Tomlin. Has still never had an under five hundred year. Um, yeah, they are scary, man. Like as much as like what we what we're seeing, Bengals not Bengals, um, Browns do without their quarterback and that that defense and their consistency and stuff. Steelers can do that the exact same thing. So, 
Give me the Steelers. They're at home. I do not trust the Bengals. I I I don't trust uh what's his name? Browning. 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 I I do not trust him. Uh no Jamar Chase. Their defense is mediocre. Um Steelers offense is trash, you know, but I think Steelers win this game by a field goal. Probably be like I don't know. Nine six, some bullshit. bullshit. This team doesn't have like a blitzing or a dog. We can't have another one of those nine six games or whatever it was. I am choosing the Steelers because I'm going to ignore Nick's comments. Uh, I am choosing the Steelers. And one, you can't have Christmas time and put a Rudolph in and not expect them to win. Okay, it is the it is Christmas miracle. This might be the. Uh, next game where they get like 300 yards and everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, look at them, and then they fall off the next week. So, give me the Steelers on this one. I'm going to go with the Steelers now. Rudolph is is too tempting. I'm just going off the Rudolph side of this. Um, I want to pick the Bengals though. You know, yeah, I, I think the Bengals are the better team, and the quarterback play for them is rough. There's no Donner or Blitzen on this Steelers team at all, is there? No? No, no Comet? No Cupid? Um, yeah, I'll go with the bank. Browning is going to get himself paid. Like I, I, the last time I can really think about this type of situation was kind of Matt Flynn. When a guy came in and stepped up to kind of position himself to a starting quarterback, maybe Case Keenum a few years ago, or Brock Oswaller It's in that kind of a category. So yeah, maybe when, after the season comes, maybe he'll fold next year, but Chase has been so, so with Browning. It's more been about Higgins and Irwin and using Chase Brown on that team. So I would go with the Bengals, Nick. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals as well. Um, even though their defense, their, especially their run defense is really bad, but that Steelers offense doesn't look good. And didn't we already have a Rudolph experiment three years ago? And yeah, didn't he, it didn't work. He got his hat. Who smashed who? Was it Garrett that smashed him or was it the other way around? I can't remember now. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett hit him. He, Right, because he was saying some clownish shit, right? So yeah, I don't, I don't trust that quarterback play, and I'm, I'm good. I'm good with the Bengals. All right, next up we have. Um, I might actually watch the end of the Seahawks game now because it sounds like they got the ball back, and there's three minutes left. So maybe some optimism for me for fantasy. Uh. All right, and then we have <laughs> Buffalo and the Chargers. I'm not going to bother. Who gives a shit? Uh, Buffalo smashes them. Yeah, give me Buffalo. I agree, Buffalo for sure. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Sunday night. These Seahawks that are playing right now with a chance to have two minutes here and drive down and try to get the game. Uh, they take on the Tennessee Titans. I'll pick the Seahawks in this one. Uh, to me, this is kind of a trap game. I'm not going to lie to you. Could be. But by the way, sorry, I sorry to interrupt there. It was bullshit that Tennessee wore the Houston Oilers jerseys, by the way, in, in Houston. That was trash. That should not have been allowed. That was absolute trash. That those jerseys should belong to the Texans, not to the Titans. Absolute garbage. Did not like that. No. Be like that. Be like if when the thunder, the thunder, 
when Seattle, when Seattle gets a team back and the, and if they're not the Sonics, let's say they're like the Seattle skyscrapers or whatever. And the Thunder are like, we're wearing our throwback Sonic jerseys. Yeah. That's trash. I mean, the Lakers awesome. did this before wearing the, the Minneapolis jerseys in uh, Minnesota against the T-Wolves. I, I hate it. I hate that type of stuff. It's garbage. It's garbage. The jerseys are beautiful, but give them to the Texans. Anyway, sorry, Senator. I think this kind of a trap game. So I'm not going to lie to you. Coming off of a short week for Seattle, I might choose the Tennessee Titans on this game. Okay. I was leading Titans too, but I I, I swear I saw something earlier that Will Levis is uh, dealing with an ankle injury. High, high ankle. Yeah. Who's the backup there? Oh, is it back Tan- to uh... Tannehill? Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I would choose not the titans <laughs> not the titans <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick. i'm gonna go with the titans as well i, I okay. don't think henry's gonna do another uh 20 touches for 10 yards Olé. again i think he's uh he might bounce back from that one uh i'm gonna save the ne- this next game we'll save that for very last on sunday uh, next up, we have the Browns and the Texans. Big game for both these teams as well. Nick, I know where you're going and wanting to root for in this game. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. I guess – actually, I will go to you. So we have Houston and we have the Browns. Are you rooting kind of for the Texans to win so you can jump the Browns as far as position? Are you playing that dicey game there? No, I want everybody in my division to lose all the time, um, okay. especially the Texans and the Jaguars, you know. Um, yeah. Well, then give us some praise to Coach. He helped you out there then. I know. That's appreciated. <laughs> and uh, I will go with the Browns in this one, though. I I mean, CJ probably will clear um, protocol, but this Browns team, the defense is so good, and Flacco looks good. Like, obviously, he won't be the starting quarterback next year. It will be Watson, but I think at the very minimum, Flacco will be brought back as the as the backup next year. And him and, like you guys mentioned, him and Ujaku have been excellent together. So I'll go with the Browns. I'm going with the Browns. Keeping it simple. Um, I want the Texans to win. Um, that would be great if the Texans won. For yeah, because fuck the Browns and the Steelers. Well, right now, Coach, you would face you're the number one seed. So right now, you'd face Cincy. So do you want to? Do we want to kind of keep this fresh take carousel going and eventually maybe uh? Face the Colts. I mean, honestly, like <laughs> I don't really care who we play first round. Um, but yeah, I just don't want the Browns. Like I want, I, I'm kind of the same same page as Nick. Like I want everybody in my division to lose all the games all the time. So, I. But I just, if there's no CJ, Texans don't have a chance. So, this. Hedging my bet on that. If CJ plays, I think Texans win. If CJ does not play, I think Texans lose. Nick, where are you going? Uh, Browns. Okay, next up we have Packers and Panthers. It's in Carolina. I can't wait to see how much these tickets go for. Uh, It's Packers by four and a half. You know what? I'm doing it. Going Carolina. Just for chaos in the final two weeks for the first pick. Let's do it. And then for our poor dear friend Shauna, who I would want on the podcast after this. 
So I'm going to go with the Panthers. Coach? Uh, Panthers are god-awful, so give me, give me the Packers. Packers by whatever, by by one point. I don't know, but the Panthers are so bad. Uh, Nick? They can't do this two weeks in a row, right? They can't win two games in a row. Hey, man. They can't. Win, win streak coming, baby. Oh, man. Um, go with the Packers. <laughs> they can't do it two times in a row. And, Senator, where are you going? I'm going with the Panthers. Let's go! Let's ride! So th- and this one, they will win the game and have the lead for two seconds in a game. Nice. Love it. Uh, Next up, I don't care about this game, so let's just get it over with. Washington, the Jets. I guess we might have Aaron Rodgers in this game. I doubt it now. So um, I I would probably be Trevor Simeon because Wilson's hurt now. That's what I heard Simeon, yeah. Uh, my boy Sam Howell is not looking as good now, making commanders maybe think they want to draft a quarterback. Uh, but I will pick the commanders in this one, coach. Um, I don't fucking know. This game is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the one thing I would hang my hat on is the Jets and their defense, mm-hmm. but retail bounce back game, I would hope. Yeah, there's there there's that too. I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards the Jets just because I know their their defense is solid. I know like last week, uh, Sauce Gardner got beat over the top for a big play. But um, yeah, give me the Jets. Give me the Jets. Senator, where are you going? I'm gonna keep it simple. Give me the refs. I think this game is <laughs> trash. Um, like, like I think you're gonna see more. Th- more flags thrown than actual passes caught. Um, but if I got to choose, I guess, man, does anyone have a coin? Can we just like flip that and make my choice off of there? I got, um, I got my, I got a ring. All right. Just, yeah. I don't know, man. All right. Uh, give me. Here, I got a Starbucks me... card. Pick the Starbucks card. Merry Christmas. Okay. Merry Christmas is Jets. Okay. <laughs> and the other side is commanders. Okay, yeah. Ready? Yeah. And then let me know. Merry Christmas. All right. Give me the Jets. Okay. Here it is. Nick. I'm going with you the Jets to... as well. Okay. No, the commander, the commanders are bad. And then secondary, Garrett Wilson might actually get a touchdown this week. He might do it. If you have fantasy value for the Jets, you're like, let's go. Some actual points might be on the board here. Um, another big game here. Jets and Vikings. Um, I, I know that sorry. was a nasty catch that DK, DK just had. Nice, very nice. Uh, I didn't watch the Vikings play. Did Nick Mullins look okay? Uh, or is it just more that the um, the Steelers sucked in that game? I don't know. It was a real, it was a really bad game to watch. Yeah, I'm glad I yeah. didn't uh, watch it then. What are the Vikings um, facing? The Vikings are facing the Detroit Lions. It's in Minnesota. They, they face each other two out of the next three weeks here. Uh, Vikings are trying to keep themselves in the playoffs. So they go Detroit Packers, Detroit. Um, and for the Lions, they're trying to still fight for that first seed. Obviously with uh, maybe Seattle potentially losing tonight. We'll see what happens here. Uh, they have Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. So 
still potential for the the Lions to get first in the NFC. Actually, no, that's not happening. There's a team called San Francisco. What am I talking about? So second. Yeah, I was like, you kind of. Yeah. Uh, give me the Lions in this one. Oh, baby. JSN. Not good for me yeah. in fantasy, though. <laughs> Let me turn uh, this game off. Yeah, give me the lines. I don't know where you guys are going. Um, yeah, I think Lions look like they're they're they've been up and down all year, but I think uh I think they'll they'll win this game as well. I agree. Nick, where are you going? Minnesota's a dome, right? Uh yes. Uh give me Jared Goff inside all day long okay uh, i'll go with the lions as well another big uh big game we should go to the afternoon slate don't worry we'll get back to that other game to the ftn bowl but we'll do that for the very last game it's all good we can wait we can wait on it we can wait on it it's okay uh we have the jags and tampa big game here bucks uh looking um looking really good right now baker looking solid Perfect, uh, i don't know yeah, it's great. Mike Evans looking great. Rashad White looked great. And uh, yeah, I like this Bucks team. Jags, I've just not been sure on all week, uh, all season, really. Excuse me. Uh, it's in Tampa. Jags are favored by one. Give me the Bucks. Who are the Jags starting at quarterback? Uh, I mean, tentatively right now, Lawrence. Well, he's in concussion for. Yeah, protocol right now, so we'll see what happens. So then it's he'll make, he'll make right? it, CJ Bethard or whatever. Berthard, Berthard, whatever. You know what? I'm gonna pick with my heart and choose the Jags because I need the Bucks to lose. It's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, but you. <laughs> The main event comes at the end, so we'll talk about it there. But yeah, I need I need the Bucks to lose. I messaged my friend and I said I need the Packs to lose, Packers to lose this week, and then they did what they did. So maybe me choosing that team, the other team will do even better than <laughs> he's going to get two weeks back to back of a p- perfect passer rating. Uh, give me Bucks. Pretty simple, I think. Jags didn't look good this week at all. I mean, they were playing a top two defense, the Ravens, but they didn't look good at all. I, I didn't see anything from them where I'm like, oh, this is a good team. No, give me the Bucks. Okay. And uh, we got everyone there, right? Everyone picked the Bucks then? Nick, did you go? No, but Bucks. Okay. okay. Um, that Trevor Lawrence halftime debacle was one of the greatest things I saw last week. Oh, yeah. It definitely that was, was amazing. I like the fumble better. The fumble was like, Ooh. the fumble where he's like, he looked like he like pissed down his leg. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get fucking hit, and then <laughs> so I don't get fucking hit. And that 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 was amazing for sure. Oh, okay. Next up, we have uh, who cares? Uh, Cardinals and Bears. Man, the Bears this close to being a relevant playoff team. Uh. I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one. My face is not because of that. My face was, did you just say relevant 
almost a relevant playoff because if game? they would have if they would have won they would have been a game out of the playoffs but they wouldn't have been relevant they would have had a very good chance they have a, they had a good schedule they had cardinals falcons packers all winnable games for them they would have had a chance to be a playoff team oh and no came... i'm not i'm not denying the fact that they had a chance to be the playoff team i'm denying the fact of the key word that you used which is relevant. Yeah, maybe, that, relevant. maybe that word wasn't opt. Maybe that word wasn't opt. So forgive me on that. That word wasn't opt, but um, you know what? Give me the bears on this one. Okay. Nick. Um, actually, maybe the Cardinals. They did put up 29 against the 49ers. They got some guys. They got some guys. They got They're, 22 uh, in regular time and then a touchdown in garbage time, but they put up 22 against the 49ers. Um, I go Bears. Okay, so we had two Bears and two cards. This game's going to be great. I'm sure everyone's excited for it. Um, Next up, give me is the Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins. This one is in Miami. Cowboys turned back into a pumpkin. Um, we thought that the Dolphins would fold because they lost everybody. No Howard, no Tyreek. Waddle was hurt for a little bit. Um, it's in Miami. Ugh, this is so tough. Uh, give me the yeah. – he said reluctantly, Senator. Uh, give me Miami. Ooh. Give me Miami in this one. Nick? Yeah, I'm going Miami as well. Um, and coach, where do we see the game was? Is it in 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 Dallas? It's in it's in the 305. Oh. To Miami. I think Dallas should win. I think they're the better team. I think they're the better coach team. I think they have a better quarterback. Um, I'd argue Miami has a better receiver. However, Dallas has been fucking horrible. Like god awful on the road, and Dallas is used to play, he's used to playing in like good weather in the dome, um, and now they're going to be playing on that hot ass sideline in Miami. Uh, depends on if Tua's in the play, not Tua, Tyreek's in the play, but just solely based off of how bad Dallas has been on the road, giving me Miami. Even though I want Miami to lose because Ravens need more losses for everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to add this one caveat too. Did you did we see what uh, Cook did this week against Dallas? And then you're going to give them HM. That's true. That's true. Wow. Plus, Waddle looked kind of good without Tyreek. You know, 142 he had? Yeah. But Cook had over 200 yards himself from catching and what right. 100 what was it like 150 from rushing alone like if you yeah. watch that game it seemed like every time he touched the ball he ran for like eight yards yeah right it was crazy Did you see how much josh allen passed for <laughs> yes 94 yards 94 yards and he had cook had 50 of it by the way the game is over the seahawks are going to beat the philadelphia eagles Philly, we have a problem. Talk about that. Uh, my, 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 shout out to my homie and his wife. They're at the game right now. She's a Hawks I, fan and he's an Eagles fan. 
my cousin's there and he's an Eagles fan and he's absolutely devastated right now. What's the next game? By the by the way, just uh well, I guess we'll talk about Philly, but just how big of a win is this for Seattle really quickly here? Um, because we just talked about the Seattle and the Titans game. And you guys have that as a trap game. So Seattle's gonna move to seven and seven now with Titans, Steelers, and Cardinals now. They had that really tough slate there of Niners, Cowboys, 49ers, and then the Eagles, and they end up getting the Philly side of things. Do you think Seattle can do enough in those final three games to be a playoff team? Not a relevant playoff team. Never use that word again, but a playoff team. Who's their last three? They got to play the Niners, right? No. Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. They might have went out. Yeah, I think they're winning out. Uh, Problem for them is now, if if you're a Seahawks fan, you are a big Saints fan on Thursday. (laughs) You are a big Saints fan right now. Um, All right. Next up, we have the the primal Senator Eve. Sunday night football game. Pats, Broncos. Can you feel it? I'll pick the Denver Broncos. Six-point game for them. Although the Pats look good against KC, but they're this close now. I mean, and the dream scenario for the Pats is that it'd be hilarious just for the Bill Simmons pot alone is if the Panthers did beat the Packers and the the Pats would have a brief five hours with the first pick overall, and then they beat the Broncos. (laughs) would be great. But I'll pick the Broncos. I'm rooting for the Pats, though. I need them for the Raiders' playoff positioning. Likewise, I got Broncos as well. Um, what's the spread? Six. I kind of like the Pats with the uh, with, for the points. Give me the Pats for the spread, but give me Pats for the spread. Broncos for the win. Nick going clean sweep. Nope. Patriots. They just beat uh, the Steelers at home two weeks ago. Nice. You know what? I'm do. I'm changing it because they they up until this this Chiefs game they hadn't beat it. They only held uh, teams to like what ten points, and they faced against KC, who Mahomes was just angry. He wanted to score, um, so I will go with the Patriots in this one as well. Maybe I'm being a little bit biased in this one, just maybe. Um, so I'll go with the Patriots in that one. Um, all right, the final game on Sunday is the Fresh Take Bowl, round one. Round two is next week. Round one is this week. It is the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Atlanta. The take on the Falcons. The line is two and a half. Nick and Senator, you guys hold on. Let me and Coach make our pick, and you guys can go. Coach, who are you going with? I got the Colts. Uh, I I trust um, their coach, and I trust their quarterback, and I trust their running back. I, I trust a lot of things on the Colts side. I trust the Falcons defense. Uh, I think Bates has been phenomenal, a, a great pickup for them this year. Um, however, you can't have all that talent on, on offense and be so mediocre and irrelevant, basically, offensively. Like, you have Drake London, you got um, Bijan, you got Kits, Bijan, you got you got you got, you got, you got all, all this talent, all this talent on the ball that other teams would drool over, and you're so pe- like mediocre offensively. So, I'll go Colts. Okay, and uh, man, you know, I wanna, I wanna be a good friend and say Falcons and Happy Birthday and Merry Christmas to Senator, 
And because I also want the Colts to lose this game. I need the Colts to lose. So I will be rooting for the Falcons. Fortunately, what I root for and what I pick is completely different. So I will be picking the Colts. But man, as far as a Raider fan going into Monday, I really hope I'm wrong. You guys, it's all you. Nick, you go first. No, 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 please. It's your birthday. (laughs) No, no, Nick. I insist (laughs) that you go first. I will pick the Colts to win this game. And I am, if it happened on any other day, you know, yeah, I'd feel better about it. But to do this so close to your birthday, I'm really, I just want a good game, you know, for the both of us. I agree with, if this was any other day, it wouldn't have been so bad. I am going to use a phrase that uh, Coach was using. I trust Ritter to throw an interception when we have the lead. I trust Bijan to fumble the ball some random way. I trust Arthur Smith to draft up one of the most ridiculous offensive plays. And I trust for Pitts and London to not get the ball, but more balls thrown towards Scotty Miller and and Mac. So I trust that the Colts are going to win this game. Oh. Okay. I got to be honest. I I tell you guys all the time, I'm a realistic fan. And realistically... We don't have a quarterback, and Arthur Smith still can't decide if he wants to go between Ritter and what's his name, Heineke. But the most painful thing to watch in football, we say it week in and week out. Me and Nick say it week in and week out, is a Ritter drop back to pass. It's the most. It's it has overcome Achilles tears. It has overcome ACL tears. It's overcome CTE. Watching Ritter has given me CTE. I don't know how much longer I can do this podcast if he is my quarterback. So I trust that the Colts will win. But it's just so entertaining. It is. It is like, <laughs> it is like watching, you know, remember, we all know this. Remember a scary movie? Like yeah. not the... It, but like the actual Wayne brothers, like the first yeah, two, yeah. you know how it was sometime entertaining. And then sometime you're like, what the hell is happening in this thing? That is the epitome of a Ritter dropback. And if Ritter wears dress pants and low twelves again to this game, you need to bench him immediately. And I'm not even the best dresser. I just know I'm never putting that two combos together. Okay. So, my pick is for the Colts. You're muted. Definitely muted. You're going to pick the Falcons, right? No, I swear to God to you, I'm picking the Colts. No, and I said Nick's going to pick the Falcons now. No, he's picking the Colts. (laughs) I can't. I I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Not this game. I'm a realist, too, and I, I can't. Sorry. All right. Then we head into Christmas Day, a.k.a. Senator's birthday. 
And uh, Coach and I both have games, so let's do the other game that doesn't involve our teams first. Um, Giants and Eagles. Is Tommy playing in this game? Do we know? I think he's. I think he's out. Okay. Uh, Philly obviously now just lost this game to Seattle. Are we? Uh, we getting a little bit worried about Philly? I mean, they have a nice finish here. Giants, Cardinals, Giants. So you know they're gonna be fine. They're gonna go thirteen and four to finish the season. They'll probably sweep this. I picked. I'm picking the Eagles in this game. Um, but are we worried about the Eagles come to playoffs? That's my bigger question. So I'll pick Philly, but then uh, Nick and Senator, then Coach. Are you more? I'm more curious about what you thought about Philly with these uh, the last few games here now, Nick. I they're third in the NFC right now. Maybe mm-hmm. I still put them behind Dallas. And I'll stand behind that. You know, 49ers are running away with the NFC right now. Literally. So the NFL. Yeah. Uh I think you gotta I think you gotta be worried about the Eagles because there was a potential chance. I don't know if he went back into the game. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Lane Johnson. Mm. What uh got injured in the fourth quarter. So and Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey's the best center in the league, but they need that whole O line. Like a crucial loss, like Lane Johnson is is crucial to them. Um, I'm kind of worried about the Philly because I don't think Philly's in the same place that they were last year, and and I think there's been and right now a lot of teams are taking certain things personally. Like you saw that San Fran Philly game. You saw how they took that one personal at that point. Uh, Dallas Dallas whooped them, did they? Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Yeah, on the last game. Um, And I don't know. I think to me it kind of comes down to how the Lions are looking too because I think Philly will win their first game, but I don't know if like as a deeper run when you have to match up against potentially a Dallas who feels confident against facing you and the San Fran, who's the best team in the league at this point. It adds a lot more. And the way how they're looking, their offense hasn't been looking good lately. And their def- their front line for their defense has been all right. But like the secondary has not been looking no. that well. So like, I don't know. I have questions. And Big Dom about can't it. come to games anymore. He was in the skybox. Don't worry. Oh, but he can't go on the sideline. He can't be on the sideline. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of where I kind of question the Eagles at this point right now because their offense isn't really looking good and their secondary isn't really looking good. But then you kind of need both of those for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, you already went, right? Uh, no, I'm picking the Eagles, though. Still. Yeah, we're all we're all picking Philly, right? It's just yeah. more kind of just where the coach and then just kind of you. I know obviously you're picking Philly, but just are you worried about this Philly team? Um, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm, not, I'm not worried about the team. I think the things that kind of make me pause a little bit are just Jalen Hurts has been hurt for the better part of half the year. Would you do the David Carr? Would you put Mariota in the next game? Um, oh my gosh! No, honestly, to, like, at this, <laughs> point, like at this point right now, I think Eagles are pretty much locked into 
not winning the the, the NFC. Yeah. With Niners, obviously it'd be the Niners. Dallas having the win over them. I think if I was Eagles, I would very strongly consider shutting down Hertz for the last three weeks of the year. So you would do the David Carr. Yeah, I would. I, I would very much look into it and just get him as healthy as possible. Now that's not going to mask their issues because their issues are still that secondary. Um, I know Darius they just had a knee procedure done, so I, I don't know. Like when when I first saw the news, it said he had a knee surgery. And then now they're saying it was just like a, a scope. So maybe he's out for another week and he'll be back. I don't know. But even with Darius Slay playing, a, a playing big and um, what's his name? Bradshaw playing big. Their secondary is still so bad. So you're going to go up against guys like Dallas who can throw the ball over the top. 49ers yeah. throw the ball all over the field. Like if your secondary is beat up, I think that's. A little concerning, but they still have a chance to win the division because, like I said, they have Giants, Cards, Giants, and the Cowboys have Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. So well, here's yeah. the thing: if Dallas, so right now Eagles has the tie break because of the conference conference yeah. wins, okay. but so, the, they'll be they'll be ten and five now. Dallas is ten and four. No, would the Eagle be ten and four at this point? Um, they're both ten and four at this. point. Oh yeah, they just updated the standings. Okay, yeah, they're both ten. And yeah. Four. They're both 10 and 4 at this point. So Dallas still, I mean, Eagles still has the division lead. Mm -hmm. But the problem is they need to pretty much win two of the next three games because I think those are all conference games. Which And Dallas has a lot of AFC matchups. Yeah. Compared. So if they win out these next two, then they win the division. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next game is Raiders and Chiefs in Kansas City. It's Chiefs by ten. Senator, you did a really good job of being a realist with your team. I'm not you. I'm not a realist. <laughs> I'm an optimist. Let's do it. Let's shock the world. It's 2021 all over again. Raiders points everything. Taylor Swift gets a bad Christmas. Raiders win. Let's go. And if yeah. I see one more Taylor Swift shot. They got to chill. This game, the last game, was Chiefs, Taylor, Chiefs, Taylor. I swear, there was like a solid quarter where it was Chiefs and Taylor, Chiefs and Taylor. They got to chill. And you know she's going to be there on Christmas because they're probably spending Christmas together. So, like, please chill. Like, I have the chance for one of the greatest Christmas sports mornings of my life to have the Raiders beat the Chiefs and the Lakers to beat the Celtics. This is absolutely potential i don't care about what i get for presents i'm happy to see my nieces and my nephew that's that's obviously no matter what going to be the best part of my christmas day but i have a chance for a raiders dub and a lakers dub nothing would satisfy me more and be the two best christmas presents possible to be the two teams in those individual sports that i hate the most so that's what i'm hoping for senator so not only is it my birthday month <laughs> And Devin's birthday month. Yep. But this is also Taylor Swift's birthday month. Oh, fuck off. So with that being said, I am going to choose. The fact that you know that, the 7K Picks podcast has got like a million other fans just now. The Swifties are jumping up. They all have center. They all hate me. The Swifties are there. And just because of that. And, the, and there's a new photo that just emerged of Travis and... 
T Swift kissing for her on her birthday. So this present, this present has to keep continuing because if he drops the ball on this one, he may end up in a song and not the way how he wants to be ended up in a song. So I like a with that type of, of pressure on there with the Christmas cigar. I am choosing the Kansas City Chiefs. I apologize. I, no, your Lakers will win later on, so your birthday will be – I mean, your Christmas will be okay. But I'm choosing Casey on this one. Coach, where Close you game, though. I have Raiders covering the points. I think so. Points. I think it'll be a close game. I have game. Raiders covering the points. Coach, where are you going? I think uh, Chiefs win. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm just waiting for that um, – because as much as we want to question the Chiefs and what they have going on, like – we all kind of understand that they're going to write the ship. They're going to go into the playoffs. They're going to write the ship. They might not win a Super Bowl. You they're know? not making it out of the AFC. Yeah. They might not win a Super Bowl, but I, I, I think when push comes to shove and all the marbles are on the table, I think the Chiefs will be the Chiefs. Um, so I think I'm just looking for that kind of breakout. Not breakout. That's a big word to use for these guys. But I'm looking for that big moment where the wide receivers kind of make make a play here and there. And I think this is that game where I think, I don't know if it will be Rice, because he, he had a game last week. Yeah, was it last week? He had like nine for 100 for like... It was against us. It's against yeah. us. So, yeah, so 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 he's kind of coming coming along. But I think Tony is, as much as their wide receivers are trash, I think you kind of have to just put your chips on Tony, man. And I think he's going to have a moment in this game moment or two where he'll play big so long-winded answer but i got the chiefs i watched before dicko sorry i watched a highlight from somebody compiled it and they were breaking down why patrick mahomes was so upset with tony this past week and they showed me all the drops that tony had this season (laughs) and it it was a long you're muted dick it was a long it was it was probably a ten minute video of them showing the drops from. He's got like a twenty one percent catch rate. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> That's one out of every five balls thrown to him. He catches. Crazy. He might. <laughs> hey, we might see the first ever thing in end of our history where a wide receiver converts to the next year to go play DB. Oh wow! Look at that. Uh, Nick, take us home on that one. Uh, Chiefs. Yeah, no matter. I understand it. Um, uh, and then uh, Sunday night, man, Super Bowl preview on Sunday night football. We'll go coach last on this. Um, Niners are here by five and a half. I think that line's a little bit disrespectful. Uh, I would have maybe had it maybe at four personally, but uh, it's gonna be good. Uh, rematch of a Super Bowl a few years ago. Like I said, potentially is the favorite right now to be the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm sorry, Coach. I will go with the Niners because they just look unstoppable right now. They look like the Hulk. They are just unbelievable right now, Nick. Yeah, Niners. Sorry, Coach. Senator? I think that line is disrespectful. But I do have the Niners covering that line. And I think the big thing, Coach, is your Mitchell being out. Like that's his name, right? The running back. Yeah, I think Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell was sucks. such a was such a 
like you said, he was just instant offense when he was in there. Gus Gus does his thing, but you also need like more weapons against that Niners. So I'm gonna go with Niners on that one. Um, I think this is a great game for the Ravens. I think this is like a lot of things. Like I think Ravens all year have not been talked about as a big team. Lamar has been um, scrutinized a lot from like uh, Chris. Uh, what's his name? Chris or Sim- uh, Simmons? Oh, okay, it? Bill Simmons. Oh no, not not Bill. Um, Chris and his and his dad is Phil Sims. Sims, Sims. Yeah. Sims. Yeah. He's yeah. been talking a lot of shit. Not talking a lot of shit, but he's been criticizing Lamar. So has um Shannon Sharp. Um, I think the Ravens have all the tools to win this game. I'm I'm picking the Ravens first of all. I think Ravens um and the and and Harbaugh and Lamar they are probably the best underdog team in the NFL. Um, that's that's both like just my opinion and like I think factually like in, in regards to just uh, how they do in uh, and like in the odds and stuff like as an underdog, I think it's like Harbaugh and Tomlin are the top two as underdogs um, for for percentage. So I think there's that, and I think the biggest strength for the Niners is how explosive they are, how how um, strong they are offensively. I think even though Mitchell is hurt. Uh, I think this actually pays into the Ravens' hands. I believe that they're going to win the game by time of possession and dominating the ball and running the air out of the ball. So I think with um, Edwards, who is like a north north and south back, going to go downhill. I think they're going to go four yards a carry, just run the ball. Like if you look at if you look at last last what they, what they did this past week, they had two hundred yards in the second half alone. Um, against a Jags team who wasn't horrible. Um, I think the Niners, their strength on that defense is their bookends, the the, the, the pass rushers with um, Bosa and uh, Chase. Chase yeah. um, so I think this is not going to be a game where Lamar is going to be running around for seven, eight seconds. It's not going to be a game where he's going to try and throw the ball all over the yard. I think this is going to be a, this gonna be a smash mouth game where they're going to run the ball downhill, maybe do some um, – you call it again, like um, run like options where like you have Gus going downhill and Lamar coming on the back end, like things like that. Um, I think this would be a low scoring game. I think it would be, I'll say what twenty one seventeen Ravens. That's what I got. I think the Niners only get seventeen points. Not not because their offense is um bad, but I think this is a game where Ravens will dominate time of, of possession. That like, I don't think Ravens can win this game if it's a shootout. If it's like a uh, back and forth kind of game, I yeah. think this is a game where the Ravens have to dominate type of possession. I think coming into the last two weeks, like they were like top five in the league in um, third down conversions. Uh, yeah. The last two weeks have been kind of not up to par, but I think this is a game where like this whole week will be about time of possession, ball control. Um, play action pass, getting Lamar under center, and then I think Brock Purdy can be had. Like I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think um, Ravens do a very good job of um, of showing pre snap and then kind of changing that post snap. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be a good game, but if I if I was a betting man, I'm not a betting man. 
uh, I would go Ravens 21-17. Book it. It's going to be a very highly rated game. The NBA games are not that good. They're okay. We'll talk about them afterwards. And when I get to that point, you can leave if you need to. Um, but um, yeah, I think the ratings for this game is going to be good. I'm, I'm watching this. My night, my uncle's coming over and he's a huge Niners fan. So I'll be watching it with the Niners fan, but I'll be rooting for you, coach. I'm picking the Niners, but I'm rooting for the Ravens because I hate San Francisco. But man, before we, before we wrap, I just want to give you guys two random facts. Okay. All right. First random fact. Taylor Swift is not even following Travis Kelsey on Instagram. I don't know if I don't know if that's Uh-oh, a good oh trouble Cause, in paradise. Because at least Beyonce has is following one person, and that's Jay-Z. And Jay-Z doesn't post. Is this okay. like the new Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny deep dive that happened a few weeks ago? Well, they broke up, so that's over. They did. Um yeah. and so second okay. thing for everybody that plays fantasy, so that's Nick. That is Josh. That is myself. And all the listeners that play fantasy. This is a tweet from Chris O'Brien. And it says, if you lost in fantasy, remember, there is a ton of luck and variance in fantasy. If you're winning your matchup, remember how much skill and strategy it it is. You're goaded. Okay? I am. You don't understand how much I stress about this quarterback situation. Nick knows. This quarterback situation. Rest me. Flacco won me fantasy football. I'll never forget that, Joe Flacco. And the last one is making the playoff in fantasy is a skill. Winning the championship is luck. Perspective, people. Perspective. So I'm lucky that I've never won. (laughs) Yes. That's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is. Uh, All right. Uh, Yeah, we're going to do the NBA picks really quick. So, Nick, I know you're not a big NBA guy, so if you want to – Go and enjoy the rest of your night. You're more than welcome to to get out of here. So thank you, Nick. Have a very Merry Christmas and good luck Nick, in the fresh watch, table. Nick, watch a Genie. Genie, yeah. I'm on it. Genie's yeah. good, actually. I kind of liked it. I watched, yeah, I watched it last night. So that's better the next one. Best Christmas movie or I mean, best no, Christmas movie is, ever. is better what than is, best is, Christmas ever. What is? That's Because that's an annual movie. So I'm just yeah. making sure that it's on on the level. Yeah, what? as a 7K family, we, each like each week before Christmas, we all just got a message in the chat, best Christmas. No, we'll just get together and watch it after football or something. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah. we'll okay. all get together. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Coach, have you watched it yet? I have not. I've not. I think Missing tonight out. I think tonight while you're just relaxing. Watch best Christmas ever. Yeah. Wake the kids you, up, drag them out of bed. <laughs> you're the only one on here that hasn't watched it. You need to watch it. Took some people two times to finish it. Took some people three. <laughs> but I mean, oh my god! I, I guess I kind of owe you watching a uh, a bad movie, right? So hey, 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 hey bad hey. movie. Annual <laughs> classic, right now. Best Annual Christmas classic. ever. Fresh Take Hall of Famer. <laughs> All right, Nick. Peace out, Nick. We're gonna get to these NBA things. Yeah, we're gonna do a nice on this week. Holidays. Yes, sir. We'll talk soon. And uh, yeah, happy birthday. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, So we're not doing an ISO this week uh, because we have so many busy shows coming. We have uh, so many year in review shows. So really quick, we're not going to, we don't need to dissect all these games. I'm just going to tell you the game. Give me the pick. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bucks and Knicks. I'll go the Bucks, Senator. Bucks and Knicks. I will go Knicks. Okay. Coach. Okay. 
Lakers and oh no, not that's not yet. Uh, Golden State and Denver. Man, Golden State is an absolute mess right now. We will talk about that more in an isopod in the new year. They are just I don't know what I don't know what the fix is there. Maybe you guys can maybe give me a quick answer on that. Um, I will pick Denver in that one. The line in that one's five and a half. Senator, uh, I'll choose Denver, and this might be one of the worst promotions for therapy ever. So is that because they pretty much sent Draymond Green to like oh, yeah. counseling for like three weeks. Yeah. Like if you're really trying to sell people that don't really do therapy on doing therapy, it's not by sending the person that just swung a wild punch at somebody and saying, Hey, this is true. Yeah. Uh, but I'm choosing Denver on that. Denver. Coach Denver as well. Yep. The, the main event, the best, the best game that there is on Christmas, the most exciting game that there is on Christmas. It happens when the worst football game is on as well. So that works out for all of us. Uh, Celtics are here by one and a half. Disrespectful in LA. Give me the Lakers. Lakers. This Laker team, as coach and I have talked about, they show up when games matter the most. They kind of, they have this on and off switch that is very, very annoying. Uh, Gabe Vincent should be back in this game too. Uh, give me the Lakers. Senator. Um. Give me the Celtics. Actually, no, give me the Lakers. Give me the Lakers. Give me the Lakers. I had to really think about that one. I think AD is going to have a really good performance in this game. So give me the Lakers. Um, I think Lakers are going to win. However, I want the Celtics to win because I feel that, well, first of all, fuck the Celtics. But this is where I'm going, though, because like, I think we need to move D'Angelo Russell. And yeah, and that will what, happen. And what a great way to have a fast track to that, to having him play bad on a nationally televised Christmas game and then having him moved after that. So yeah, it, it, It's going to happen. Don't worry about it. Do you think, do you think Drew will lock him down? Uh, I think Drew will, will do very well against him. And I think... That I'm, I'm hoping that this game kind Gabe, of Gabe's probably back for this game, is he not? Maybe, maybe, but regardless, like you and I have talked a lot, but like I, oh, yeah, I we're done, the, we're I, done. I am, I, yeah, I'm done with D'Angelo Russell, but I'm in the camp of I want AC and I want Zach Levine. I don't want so, Levine, so I'm, I'm, in I'm far camp. out of Levine, far out. <laughs> I want AC, but I don't want Levine. I am in that camp. I just feel Zach Levine shoots the ball well. He's athletic. I want uh, AC and Kobe White. I'm in that camp. Give me AC and Kobe White. Oh, no. Not Kobe White. Um, you seen him lately? Dude is balling. Yeah, sure. But, like, his ball, his balling is 20 points. Zach Levine's balling is 51. Yeah, but his defense that's, is that's trash. The difference. That's the difference to me. So. Anyways, this is not like your talk. Say that for another time. And then um, – after that, yeah, these games in the evening are okay, but football is just going to dominate after this point. Um, but Philly and the Heat, good game. And this one, it's oh. in Miami. Uh, Heat are favored by one and a half, but give me Philly. Senator. Philly, yeah. There you go, Philly too. Uh, give me Heat. Okay, I like it. We haven't agreed on a pick yet. Um, no, we agreed on the Lakers. Oh, we agreed on the Lakers, right. And then uh, the main event, uh, went up, well, the final game. Uh, Suns and Mavericks. The line in this one is five and a half for Phoenix. No Bradley Beal in this game, I would assume. Give me the Mavs. Uh, I'm going with the Mavs in this one. Give me the Mavs. Give me and the, the Mavs. Like, I, I, I'll put money down on this one. Five and a half for Phoenix. I know it's a Phoenix, but 
Give me Dallas. I Kyrie may be back in this one. Give me the Mavs, and I think Luca might go for fifty. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Mavs because when it comes to big time prime, when it comes game. to big time games, that's when Luca really shines the most. So yeah, you you also, might you Kyrie might get a Kyrie historically has great games on Christmas. Yeah, if you, if Do you think he's playing in this game? I mean, I mean, if he if he is playing, he's had great games. Like even when he was when he yeah. was on Boston, he had big games. When he was on Cavs, like he historically has huge if, Christmas. If Kyrie is playing, then you might get thirty five from Luca, forty two from Kyrie. If if Luca isn't, I mean, if Kyrie isn't playing, you might get a forty eight fifty from Luca, like a fifty uh, triple double. Yeah. Something, something crazy like that, yeah. What, uh, really quick before we get out of here, what uh, what order would you go in for excitement? For me, I'd go Boston Lakers, Dallas Mavericks, Dallas and Phoenix, sorry, Dallas, Phoenix, um, Philly in the Heat, actually, um, Bucks, Knicks, and then Dubs and Nuggets, because I just, this Warriors team is just, I, maybe the Nuggets and Dubs are ahead, but... Just this Warriors team is so weird. Uh, if we're looking at the entire day, my yeah. biggest matchup is that Ravens Niners game. That's I'm talking game. about just football. I mean basketball. basketball. Just, just, basketball. just basketball. I think my yeah I... football. It, it's not a question. The the biggest matchup that day is is uh, the 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 Ravens and the Niners game. I would go Rave. I'm not Raven. Lakers, but uh, Boston. I'd probably go Denver Golden State next. Then I go Dallas Suns. And nobody wants to see um Thanks Boston one is trash. Nobody wants to see Knicks and Bucks. Yeah, so. it's trash. And then he I got Sixers. I got Lakers Boston first, Dallas Phoenix second, Golden State Denver. Third, the reason why I have Golden State Denver is because was it 286 games streak that just got broken by Steph? So that just adds excitement to see how many he's gonna have that game. Uh, then Philly, Steph is much must watch TV, man. Yeah, he is, especially after something like that. Because usually, after something like that, that's when he he goes crazy, and then Philly, Miami, and then. Milwaukee, New York. Milwaukee, New York is thank God that's the first game because then, yeah, yeah. Go watch the Disney Parade or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. Football. I'm pretty sure football's on at that time, isn't it? Football's on at that time. The Raider game yeah. uh, starts at one second here. Raider game starts at eleven, so you have to deal with an hour of that. So like, yeah, go. I guess be with your family for a little bit. Yeah, before you tell them, oh, I'm done with y'all. I'm about done to go watch y'all. sports yeah. for the rest of the day. Exactly. It, it is a <laughs> senator had the the IG post of just like, first, she's like, yeah, it's a pretty good birthday because like, it is some good, it's some good sporting on this day. Yeah, I don't really get to, normally I start off with like watching the second half of Endgame and yeah. then I watch sports, but normally there's not that many football games on. And this, I think, that, is this the first year where they had football on christmas no it last year it was last year but i think it was yeah. only one game or something like that something like no, that. there was three because it was but, a sunday yeah that's true yeah. but this for it being a monday having that three on a monday we've never done yeah. three on a monday no 
So I will probably there'll be one on a Tuesday. Bet that you will be on a Tuesday. Uh, all three of the games are not at the same time, like they did yeah. that last month. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, that was really. So dumb. I, I will still that, wake uh, up and watch Endgame because that's yeah, my yeah. annual tradition to watch the nice. second half of Endgame, and then after that, yeah. I uh, I wish that we had like I'm not a big fan of the World Juniors, but you know, I wish they had some World Juniors on or even some soccer, like have some other sports going on but yeah i guess we'll just settle for basketball and football that's not too bad either yeah, yeah it's pretty good. pretty good all right everyone uh everyone have a very happy holiday season uh very merry christmas to everyone and most importantly here at fresh take happy birthday to the co-founder devin seal and to our senator happy birthday senator early appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it all right, everyone. Uh, we got a busy week coming ahead. We got years and reviews coming. We got Christmas movie drafts coming. It is a big week here at FTN. So stay tuned for everything. Until next time, folks, cheers and enjoy the day. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.